Don't you want to go? 
need to work out your salvation. Now, understand that we're not talking about you won't go to heaven. The big misconception that we have is that's all we try to live our lives to do. So most of us have came with this attitude. Well, as long as I accept Jesus and I'm saved, I'm good to go. Well, don't you know that's, that's not the trueness of what God saved you for? That was only the beginning of what God did on the cross. Once you accepted Jesus into your life, then you have work to do. Now, our problem is that I hear this all the time and you, you, we done, we done, we done indoctrinated you into this type of thinking. Your belief in thinking is, well, as long as I'm saved, what else is it to worry about? Well, the Bible, especially in the New Testament, Paul starts to emphasize that we must be going behind a life of salvation. We must start to live a life that is geared toward letting God be God. Well, in Romans chapter 2, and I love Minister Hoy because he loves preaching these types of things. Because in Romans, in the beginning, Paul starts to lay out what God has said that he does and does not like. In chapter 2, God starts to let you know that he is a just God. And in the beginning of chapter 2, God lays out something that we really miss in our lives. God lays out to us the rewards of what we need to obtain. And many of us can care less about the rewards. In other words, when I was talking to a few people, they were telling me that, well, I'm not worried about how many crowns I have on my, how many jewels I have in my crown. Well, to me, if you don't suffer and go through something, don't you think you should want something in return? If I gotta go through hell on earth, why don't I get something that's worth something eternity? If I persecution of people, then don't you think God is going to reward me based on what I have suffered through? Suffering brings rewards. Now, God is letting us know through Romans chapter 12, chapter 2. Let's start at verse 12. It says, For as many has sinned without law, will also perish without law. And many have sinned in the law will be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. For when the Gentiles who did not have the law by nature 
do these things. And that word nature can be translated by creation. They do these things in the law. These are, though not having the work of the law written in their hearts, they, they are constant, their conscience is also very witness. Put a pen right there, I'll be back. Between themselves and their thoughts, accusing or excusing them in the day of God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to God's gospel. Our thought for today is God is not going to care who you are. God is not going to care who you are. These scriptures is describing to us today that it doesn't really matter if you are Jew or a Gentile or if you are a Christian or not a Christian. You still are going to go through the judgment of God. Many of us have this misconception that once we got saved, then we no longer have to worry about God's judgment. That's why you see so many believers live life the way they want to live, believing that all I have to do is be saved and everything is going to be all right. But Romans here is describing to us and showing us that all have sinned. All have sinned under the midst of the law. And we say that, well, we don't have to worry about the law. But God is saying, oh, yes, you do have to worry about the law. Because if your life is built on just being saved, from then on, you are literally breaking the law. Why is this so important? Especially for a believer. Because the, right here, Paul is saying that the Jews was under the law. But here's the thing that the Jews didn't want to hear. Just because you was under the law, you're going to be judged more harsh or more severely because you had the law. The people that don't have the law is not going to be judged the same because they're going to be judged because they didn't know the law. But that don't make them exempt from their actions and they're going to still be judged under the law because God said before it was written on the tablets, it was written in your heart. So you have no excuse to act the way you act and do what you do because God is saying the law is placed in your heart and it don't matter if you're a Jew or a Gentile because right is right and wrong is wrong and you know the difference. No man is going to be exempt from the judgment of God. Whether you're a Jew or a Gentile, whether you got the law or don't have the law. See, this translated to what we need to hear today. Then people say, well, if people 
What happens to them? Well, the Bible literally shows you just because they didn't hear the gospel, God is still going to judge them under the law because they never had a chance to receive Jesus, but they do have a chance to live by the law because no man have no excuse. That's why God says in Romans chapter 1, no man can deny me because all you got to do is look at creation and see that I am God. And see, when we get a closer look at this thing, God has let us know that every man is subject to his judgment. Because all have sinned. But the key to us believers is you should not want to just understand, not just sin and keep on sinning. Jesus gave you a provision that you will be able to deal with your sin on a daily basis because God said what he did on the cross. My son was good enough. So our heart is where God is going to do where his judgment work. And he can judge every man by the heart. So Pastor, why is this important? Well, the important thing is, it sits right there in verse 13, where it says that don't be hearers of the law, but you must be doers of the law to be justified. Now, let me translate that to today. The Bible says faith without works is dead. And so God, gee, the Bible has told us that just because you're saved, that do not exempt you for doing good works under the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus said that if you're my person, and if you're saved by me, then your faith should generate for you to do good works. And that way you're not sitting in the church pew just hearing what this man got to say. That guy, you're not sitting at home just reading what the Bible got to say. He said, don't be just a hearer of the word. You got to become a doer. So many of us have just heard about being saved. Well, I got news for you. If you still don't go to a judgment and God is going to judge you on the works that you do and you say, I'm not saved by works. Absolutely. But you are saved by faith to do good work. He said, doers are justified. When you become a doer, you're not just sitting around trying to just say I'm going to get to heaven and cuss everybody out. If you're going to be a doer, you're not going to just get into heaven and hate your brothers and sisters. If you're going to be a doer, you're not just going to get into heaven and not willing to help somebody. If you're going to be a doer, you're not just going to get in heaven and break everybody's hearts and minds that you are trying not to deal with God's people. But see, the Bible says that if the law is written into your heart, then the gospel of Jesus through the Holy Spirit is written into your heart. So God said, you need to become 
become a doer of the word that you don't have to do it under the law, but you got to do it under the spirit. You are called. 
Get together. 
you can do the work God has called you to do. Quit frowning up at one another. Quit looking at each other crazy. Because if you're under the blood of Jesus, then he said, if I'm going to judge your secret thoughts, then your thoughts should be right with me. And you should do what I have called you to do. And quit trying to be like them. Yeah. When he 
rest. And I don't have to go to church. Her friend said, well, I don't feel the same way you feel. I'm going to go to church. And she said, well, I can watch it on the internet. She said, it ain't the same. I need to be there. Because I need the encouragement and the love and the feel. And the other lady said, well, you can do all that at home. She said, no, you missing the point. When we are gathered together and not alone, then I can be with God and release my secret things. Then today, in the early morning service, I hear people. All they talk about is just being saved. But they didn't read the scriptures. Yes, you're saved. But here's what God is saying. When you come to the fire of judgment, what do I have to burn off of you that you didn't give to me? See, that's what your secret is going to call. God have to do something to burn it off. God said, I would gave you the opportunity that when you go to the judgment, let me burn off the less instead of the more. So that you can have a repentant life. Because I'm going to judge the secret thing. Don't take advantage of grace. Use grace for what it is. Don't think it's automatic. Use it for what it is. That's why coming to Jesus is so important. You may be saved, but you know you're not perfect. And when you know you're not perfect, then you know every time you have altar call, every time that you can get with God, every time the Spirit is trying to convict you and move you, you know you need to stop right there and say, Jesus, forgive me. That's how trusting. It takes away the fear. We're going through this pandemic, but what, see, what if it's somebody that you don't know when that time is up? But God says, don't hold on to this stuff. Let it go. So that you can be blessed. So that you can be blessed. God, I love you so much. I want you to be blessed. Or I know what you're going to go through. But I gave you a reason. To go through it. And let it go. So I'm going to keep you going for one more minute. Minister C, they're going to blow the song with you one more time. And all of you, God is waiting. 